Good evening. <clears throat> Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Tonight we are talking about the Chris Hardwick fallout. We are also welcoming the O oh Sith podcast to do a little retro review of X2, X1, X-Men... Three, the initial X-Men franchise, and uh, we've also got some Star Wars news, uh, uh, a fan favorite possibly returning for Star Wars 9, and we've got a potential Joker movie um, scoop rumor to address as well. Uh, I am your host, Michael Dolce, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Hassan Godwin. Yay. <laughs> it's exciting. Very exciting. Uh, we are brought to you by the Brooklyn Seltzer Boys. Uh, Brooklyn Seltzer Boys Brooklyn delivers... Seltzer Girls were not available. No, they are not. <laughs> Old-fashioned seltzer filled by the last remaining seltzer shop in New York City, Gomberg Seltzer Works Incorporated. We deliver seltzer in old-fashioned siphon bottles directly to your home or business. Bring back those childhood memories as you sip on the brisk and bubbly triple-filled New York City tap water. Oh. BrooklynSeltzerBoys.com. Seltzer, good seltzer should hurt. Good seltzer, yes. Yes, that's... That's what my mom always said. Yeah. Drink this, it'll hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Drink <laughs> this, this is painful. So. <laughs> that was good. That was very poetic. You like that. Oh, like yeah, that. you like that. that. Was, That's that was very smooth. You know, yeah, we, we, try, we, try, to, we try to do things uh, in a way that is, uh, is... Poetic and smooth. Well, you know, something. Something, something, <laughs> something. Yeah, okay. You know, that's the way we look at... That's the way we like to look at things, so... Um, all right, so we've got a, a really interesting show. I mean, there's always it's always fun and it's always interesting when we're trying to figure out what to talk about. What to talk about, <laughs> and then something just always ends up happening, which is which is great because that just makes everything you know easier in life, right? <laughs> I don't know about that. So we want to thank. So we, so we want to thank. Uh, we we want to thank, thank Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick for, 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 for his bad luck. So that for we can being, absolutely talk about being in a lousy, lousy relationship <laughs> and um, and getting out there. All yeah. right. So yeah. for anybody that doesn't know or hasn't heard, uh, Chris Hardwick's in a little bit of trouble. He's now. Well, let's let's uh, let's set the table with uh, just in case uh, there's uninitiated people. Who is Chris Hardwick in the first place? Chris Hardwick is the host he's, of Talking Dead. Uh, yes. He's of the Nerdist podcast. He's he like Mister Nerd. Nerdist, uh, he's like Mister Nerd. Right. Well, he's he's a spokesperson for all things nerdy. Right. Correct. And they have him do uh, like like convention seminars and correct those kind of things. Correct. Like he's got he's like he's, he's hosting. Um, yeah. He's, he's like hosting a, f- a panel on uh, at San Diego. The face and the voice of... He, he was yes, hosting he was. a panel yeah. at San Diego. He's done a numerous panels at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. He's been, and, yeah, and yeah, this is so like 10 years, like a decade. He's yeah, been a solid Yeah, uh, he has built his entire career on nerd culture. Right. Okay? Whether or not he's a genuine nerd is, uh, you know, remains... It remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. But, but, but that being said, he looks like one. He's so done a he good fits, job. He's he convinced us. Stereotype. He's convinced us. We've he, listened to he him. He fits the stereotype. Right. But now okay. he's in a little bit of trouble. So, mm-hmm. um, for anybody who did not know, a geek culture avatar has been... Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, has seen swift blowback after actress and former Nerdist host... Geek culture avatar. Yeah, you like that, right? <laughs> it's not bad. This is courtesy of Yahoo News. Okay. Chloe Dykstra posting a damning online essay late Thursday. The accusing her ex-boyfriend of sexual assault, mm. controlling behavior, mm. and career sabotage. Hmm. Uh, though oh, Hard- his, his own? Definitely his own. <laughs> That's obviously worked. Though Hardwick <laughs> on Friday vehemently denied the sexual assault, uh, he most, mostly sidestepped the other claims by beyond saying, I'm devastated to read she's now accusing me of conduct that did not occur. Um, 
Major companies, however, have been very quick to respond, and uh, once the train gets rolling, Nerdist Industries, uh, the podcast-based digital media empire, was quick to distance itself from its creator. Uh, the company has removed all reference to Mr. Hardwick, even as the original founder of Nerdist, yeah. pending further like, investigation. Yeah, we've moved on, man. We're, we're past it. We don't... Uh we don't affiliate with his type anymore. On Saturday, AMC pulled Talking with Chris Hardwick from its schedule one day before the second season premiere was set to air I imagine with guest the, Donald Glover. I imagine the Talking Dead will have a Talking new host. Dead was merely, uh, merely said Talking Dead will not be seen tonight. That was, that was what came after that. Wait, um, so, wait. oh, wait, because we're still doing it for uh, Fear of the Fear Walking, Walking Dead. Yeah. Okay. Comic-Con Hardwick, who has been a mainstay at San Diego Comic-Con and other fan events for more than a decade, has decided to step aside from moderating. Uh, for oh, this yeah, year's. that's very gracious of him yeah. in, lieu of, uh, uh, yeah. in lieu of all that's been going wrong. Uh, NBC also announced it would assess its ties to Hartwick, who has ex- was expected to begin shooting the third season of the primetime game show, The Wall. Yeah, in other words, we're going to hold out and see how bad this gets, and if it gets any worse, we're going to get rid of him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough, so, fair uh, in, in what she described, okay, um, you know, for anybody who didn't realize that he set rules, apparently, um, in, in this relationship, mm-hmm. what she could, what you know, uh, she wasn't allowed to have other male friends according to these rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were many nights that she did not want to have sex. This is the sexual part, sexual assault part of it, um, where he would constantly remind her the last relationship he was in ended because there was not enough sex, mm-hmm. and so she felt obligated to to have sex with him regardless of whether or not she wanted to or not. Um, and a lot of times she would just sit there crying and let him do his thing. And that's where the sexual assault part comes in. Um, the rest of it is, uh, you know, I guess, I don't want to say open to interpretation what rules are and aren't. I don't know how he enforces rules or doesn't yeah. enforce rules. Yeah. Um, a point of knowledge, she did, in fact, cheat on him. Um, she did, in fact... Um, then want to get back together with him. They found text messages recently. TMZ just released text messages that says she desperately wanted to get back together with him. Um, and he said, no, because you cheated on me. I can't do that. Uh, and then there's rumors that he blackballed her after the relationship was over, saying don't, don't work with her um, because of everything that happened. Now, well, what does that got to do with her job? Uh, well, it, it means that she basically wasn't able to get a job because of him after the case. I know, so that's what I'm saying, but if, if she cheated on him in a personal yes. relationship, what does yes. that got to do with, why, why would he blackball her in, in her job, in her I, livelihood? I, I, well, maybe... So that kind of makes it all... Maybe revenge, maybe revenge. Yeah, that levels See, it all out then, doesn't it? And now she goes out and does the essay, right? Like, didn't mm-hmm. I, when I read this essay, or I didn't really actually read the essay, because that would be like a lot of work and stuff, I don't want to do that. You didn't read it, no. so, yeah. I, okay. I read the quote, I read the cliff notes. Ah, I got you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a student of the 90s. Yeah, I listened to it. Um, I went on YouTube and let them you did? tell okay. me. Yeah, yeah. I don't read. <laughs> Reading is. <laughs> they say it's fundamental, we but I can't even. I don't even know what fundamental are, we means. We are the so. true example of dumbing down of, <laughs> of society, and we're, we're embracing it with with open arms. I don't really embrace it. I fight it, but I don't really study to, to be above it. You know, I'm perfect for the society. I'm mad about it, but I haven't right, done right. But to you fix can't it. actually do anything about it. I no, guess. You know, you know, that takes work. Why would you do that? And you could just be snarky. Um, but here's yeah. the thing. So, didn't it feel like just a big revenge porn kind of thing? Like, did it did it not kind of come across as that? And yet now it's being hashtag in the Me Too movement. Uh, okay, here here's the here's the problem. Here's a, here's the problem in general. Yeah. with all this stuff. Yeah, and we've had, we've had back and forth about these, and uh, you do a, a devil's advocate on it, which is good mm-hmm. because you, you got to look at it from all sides. Um, you don't have to, but I like No, you to. should. You really do. You do have to. We don't as a society. 
No, we don't do it. <laughs> well, we sh- we should. We do have to. Yeah. We just nah. We're not gonna do that. We're gonna have a sandwich. So, because <laughs> that's what we believe in, as I've said before. Um, harassment is like very difficult to appro- to to prove. Right. But harassment, psychological warfare, psychological mm-hmm. damage is a real thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not tangible. It's not like a beating. Sure. Where you have evidence that I've been, you know, right. I was in, I was assaulted. You right. know, I was you, like, oh. You fell, down, you fell down some stairs. Yeah, I was right. like, oh, we could tell. You don't right. look good, you know? <laughs> right. So, the, what, ha- what tends to happen is that whoever's got the most friends mm-hmm. wins a battle of harassment. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. You know, all my friends say I didn't do it, so I didn't do it. Right. You know? Um... And the other person's like, well, you know, it was just it was just she and I, or it was just he and I. Sure. So uh, I don't really have proof, but it was done, and I did feel real bad, and I did try to cut my wrist and jump out a window, or I did, sure. and I did fall into a depress, and I did lose my job. That's real. Mm-hmm. We can't prove that it's real. Right. What's happening in society now is that people are, are kind of fed up with a dog whistle, you know, with the people stepping, sidestepping things. And saying, well, that didn't really, you know, you don't have any proof that that happened. And so, you know, and so therefore it didn't happen. That's been going on for for centuries, you know. People right. have been doing things. And I'm not saying that it's only one side. I'm not, I'm, I'm not at all even coming close to saying it's all men. And that women don't do the same thing. Because they do. But I suppose the Me Too thing, um, the... The, Don't the, call it the Me Too thing. You'll, you'll, yeah, whatever. You're a man. You'll be, <laughs> it's the Me Too thing. It's, how it's, dare you? How dare you, sir? Is, well, you're 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 the one making it bad now because I could have just <laughs> gotten right past that, but you're putting a finger at it. Well, I, I'm trying to deflect. See it's how that not, works. I don't know what you would call it a movement. It was like whatever it is with the phenomenon of it. Yeah, is is based on um, we believe the unbelievable, right? We believe you. Yeah, because we've been through it. Yeah. So the, so, the, so the entire notion of it is we know that this kind of abuse exists. You have to prove that you didn't do it because nine times out of ten, if something like this happens, it's probably you did do it. Um, I don't, well, let, me ask you, let me ask you a question on that note. I'm not defending right? it. I'm trying to define it. No, no. So. On that question, right? Um, have you ever been in a bad relationship? Yeah. Have you ever been in a relationship where the other party... Um, you don't even know what you're doing to that. And again, I'm not saying because because on, on the other point of it is, and we kind of talked about this before. Not a lot of people are defending Chris Hardwick, so kind of makes me feel yeah, like that's the other this thing. guy's a bad guy, probably. And some I stuff. I mean, there's went some down. stuff on Twitter. Stuff from people were down. saying like, yeah. "Oh, look, uh, an a hole got uh, yeah, accused of yeah, being an a hole." Yeah. So. And and so far, with the exception of Aziz Ansari, who everyone generally thinks is a very nice individual. Um, and he was able to get you, but you see, this is this is the other thing that I'm talking about. Yeah, Weinstein and all these other people never had any character wis- witnesses, right? You know, Cosby, all these other guys, never had people like you. You would think like if you were falsely accused, like right. you yourself were falsely accused by some some random person, yeah. somebody, someone was working. Well, Sam would you. fire me though. Huh? That's the problem, right? Sam would fire me. Sam would say, "I can't. I, you can't be on this radio station." Not anymore. necessarily. You're bringing. You're, you're bringing your. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm saying not necessarily. If you were falsely accused, yeah. you have a wife. You have yeah. friends. Right. You have girlfriends. No, don't tell my wife that. <laughs> 
Look, you, so like, you know, you love, you love that. The joke has to be good. That's all it, it I'm saying. Was, it was no, very it wasn't. Good. I got it really at least three other laughs. Now these idiots don't. They, they laugh at anything. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. We're talking about serious stuff here. Well, I know, but we're, 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 we're being serious. Be a fun show. I know. No, but. no. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just pretending to be passionate about it. I don't really. I have no dog in this hunt. How dare you? I, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. You have, you have you would have character witnesses. Right. People come. That's what that's what Aziz had. He had people came came right. out and said, "Well, come on, you know, I know this guy." And right. So what, that's what that's the, how he was able to, to kind of survive that. If you're like Weinstein, who's been treating yeah, every woman I, but like I would, a garbage pail, I can't from the day I he, can't. And, and this is what Matt Damon got into a lot of trouble for doing. But I can't put Weinstein in the same category as Chris Hardwick. I can't put them in the same like Weinstein's a criminal. Listen, if he is a criminal. No. Yeah, sure. I mean, but literally, if Chris Hardwick used his power. Yes. To keep someone else from getting a job. Because he was angry at their personal relationship, which had but nothing to do. But does that even do. fall into Me Too, though? Does that fall into what the Me Too movement is supposed to be? Sure, it is. It's, I don't it's, think it's, it no, is. No, it's utilizing it's 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 utilizing your power over someone else, and and diminishing them and their ability to do things or to 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 you know to go about their business, to be a normal person, to live a normal life, without you deciding their fate. We were in a band together for, for many years. Did you hear what I just said? I did. Okay, so you're sidestepping in for the We were in a band for many years. Yeah. And so the music we wrote was after a bad breakup. And, and some of the most powerful lyrics I ever wrote came out of that breakup, right? Mm-hmm. I look back at it now and I kind of I like, wow, that was, you know, it was an emotionally charged, you know, time in my life and things and like that. But at the end of the day... Um, you're gonna do things that are a little erratic. Like, I, I, if Chris Hardwick got. So what are you saying? I'm so saying. So that okay, yeah, I'm mad because I was. I just broke up with my girlfriend. I hit someone with my car. Do I not go to jail because I was mad? You hit someone with your car. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's a, a big difference. And we'll the get big in, difference we'll, besides we'll, taking someone's livelihood away. We'll get into the debate when we get back. Talking alternative radio, twenty four hours a day. Draft teams wow. based on the likelihood of death. I don't want to dispute you, yeah. you know, because, uh, you know, we got this thing going. Mm-hmm. But um, it sounds like a lot of work. Oh, I'm going to be putting a lot of work into this. Yeah. Uh, you just have to show up. Oh, okay. No, you know what? It's a great idea. You, you had I like this. I like this idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for it. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, and streaming to you live, Secrets of the Sire, well, facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. As a reminder, I'm a writer. I got the mainstream. Mainstream is about an interdimensional police force policing alternate realities, keeping bad guys from other worlds from getting into ours. Issue two's in stores now. Issue three hits stores next week. I just read it. It's awesome. 
I know I wrote it, <laughs> but I actually read it again, and I'm like, wow, this is really good. Yeah, really I'm really excited about that. Your own writing is awesome. I, 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 well, look, it's a collaboration. It works. It's a collaboration. You, Tony Moy's artwork is fantastic. Talent Caldwell as my as my. I wrote it, and then I read it, and the the me that wrote it, and the me that read it collaborated, and it's great. He did great. All right, we are talking about the Chris Hardwick um, scenario, and I want to read an article. Phenomenon. No way. Answer the question I, I asked. The question is: If you get hit by a car uh, after if you take angry, someone's livelihood away, yes, then that's wrong. I agree. It's if wrong. You use your powers. You over, if you use your 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 insider power to deprive someone of work for something that they. But there's the thing though. That, for something they that, didn't do. That we don't know if that actually happened. We don't know if any of it happened. We're talking on all of it. It's all yeah. speculation. It's all, right? But that's my point. It's all speculation. So he's already gotten his livelihood taken away from him. Definitely. That has definitely happened. Well, we're all, it's all the what ifs. If we're, if we're only going to go on what we can prove, which is just that he got fired, then we don't have anything to discuss. No, you, you absolutely. You're, you're, but you're making the assumption that everything she said was true, and that, and my, my whole point in saying, I'm not making an assumption. My whole point in bringing up the, in, in bringing up the band and the lyrics and bringing up, um, just in know. general though, is Hold that. Hold on one second. Is that, God. I'm not making an assumption. You said mm-hmm. when people break up, they do crazy things, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And then you're, you're. That's a, that's a through line. You're, you're. That's a lead into. If you know, is it is in any of our business that they do the crazy things that they do? Is it is it a reason that you should lose your livelihood because you did crazy things in a relationship, or because of a breakup of a relationship? Right. right? But if he did something crazy like blocking her from being able to get a job, and her response was putting this out there, I mean, I think the 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 the, the basis of the outrage is that he used his power to block her. From being, you know, that's psychological that, abuse. No, but most people are actually, um, most people are actually complaining. From what I've seen, and this is just mm-hmm. from me noodling on Twitter and noodling on, on social media and seeing what the general responses are. People who are against him are against the psychological abuse they suffered while in the relationship, and that's their big like. Well, he's obviously an abuser. He's a bad guy. Blah blah blah. And, and I'm not doubting that that's that that's. Uh, a possible and B the worst part of everything. Hmm. Then there are folks, yes, saying that he used his power to do this, but she's alleging that. And and the reason I brought up all that other stuff is to say that when people are in in relationships and they end badly, people do crazy things. People also assume things that might not actually be the case. I can't believe that I can't believe I broke up with that person. He's stalking me. No, we happen to live three blocks away from each other. You know, I mean, I'm just saying there there's a perception to it. We can't prove. Or at least up to right now, we can't prove. So then what are we discussing it for? Because this is the reactionary world that we live in. But if we can't prove a, a yay or nay or anything, and we're not going to speculate, what because we can that leads prove, to speculation. What we can prove. We, we know he lost his job. Exactly. But we can't, we, but since we don't have any concrete evidence on anything, we, if, we, if we dismiss ideas for lack of validity, in one thing, we have to dismiss it all for lack of validity. Not everything, though. I mean, the fact that she came forward to write this. And look, I don't want to. I don't want to sound as if um, I don't recognize. You know, again, this guy doesn't have a lot of people coming to his defense. Probably a dick. Probably got what he deserved in this in so, this particular yeah, case. Yeah, but I'm stuck on what are we talking about then? We're talking about the the immediate response that has happened now, thanks to this. And is this something that is going to happen in the future to... But in theory... Based off of what could... You know, based of what is basically essentially... But how do like, we know that they don't have proof that he did these things, which is why they got rid of him? 
Well, actually, no, but no, because everything they said was we're, 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 we're pending further investigation. So they haven't. Well, they are investigating. This. Yes, then. they are investigating. So yes. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So but, but some of the places let because, it go right because away. Because people are not, you know, studios are not allowed to let people stay on. They, they end up catching the flack. The, I, I don't, I, can you name uh, off the top of your head a single Me Too accusation where the person did not end up getting fired with the exception of T.J. Miller didn't get fired off of Deadpool, but he ain't going to be in Deadpool 3. They've already said that. Mm. Right? And, and T.J. Miller, his case was something that happened years and years and years ago and was actually dismissed in court, but brought back up again. Uh, and again, I've heard things about him, too. I mean, we've, we've heard things about him. He's not a good guy. Um, is that enough to just take someone's livelihood away? Is that enough to drive the truck into him? That's what I want. That's what I want. Well, to how can I how can I say that if we're dismissing lack of evidence, lack right. of proof, then how can I say yes or no? Because the things we do know are what the one. But we, you understand what I'm saying? If we're, if we're going to dismiss certain certain aspects of it because we don't know, right? But most of it we don't know. We all know. We only know what we're told. Yeah, but we do know the fallout that immediately happened. We is know that, the is fallout, that right or wrong? We don't. Is yeah. that right or wrong? We do know the fallout, but we don't know what they know, which is why it came to that. We don't, you don't know the studio got rid of someone just out of speculation. It happened literally within hours of the posting. But we though. don't know how, how often, if we're going to hypothesize or we're going to do a, a devil's advocate, we don't know how many times they've paid someone off for prior situations. That's an excellent point. Okay, so a lot of times, especially when, in cases of people like Weinstein or whatever... A lot of times the studio's like, look, not only, not only are we not going to do this anymore, we don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, we already know. And, that's and an, we don't want the liability That's for an it. excellent point. I, will, I definitely will give you that. I think it's an excellent point of on um, the vice versa, the fact that he doesn't have a lot of people come forward, the fact that, you know, all this stuff. But I guess to me the larger issue is, okay, is everyone going to air their dirty laundry as a means of revenge? As long as it works, revenge? yeah. Yeah, and is that the right? Is that right? There's no right or wrong to to revenge. I mean, look, if you if if you can prove that you didn't do it, in some in some way, and none of these guys, if you notice, ever came forward and proved that they didn't do it, like like Matt Lauer, all these people, all from from all the way back that they they caught. Yeah, they all sent these letters of apology. I don't know if these these apology letters or these state these manifestos and statements that these guys all made. I don't know if that was just like par for the course. And they said we'll let you keep you. We'll give you a golden parachute as long as like it's like one of these uh, like um, like Iraqi confessions <laughs> just before you know just before they cut your head off. They make you confess to a whole bunch of things you didn't do, and then they let you have your golden parachute, and then you can leave, and you can you can still keep a semblance of your livelihood, even though you're you're yeah. out of the game. I don't know if that's the case, but almost every one of these guys came back and and pretty much confessed after the what fact. What about Jeffrey Tambor? I, Good example, right? Arrested Development guy. Um, he was the star of Transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, he, was, he was accused of sexual harassment. He came out and said, no, I'm a dick. That's all I am. I'm, 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 I can be difficult to work with. Um, everyone did come forward to support him, even though, even on set of Arrested Development, he's also, uh, he got into a shouting match with Jessica Walters, uh, fellow actress. And again, it's not sexual harassment. It is him being, quote unquote, difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we just, are we moving to a society of, of Timmy's from the Twilight Zone? Yeah, but like, okay. Happy thoughts, happy thoughts. Everyone's got to be good. Everyone's got to be happy. Harassment is a thing now, right? You, we, have, we have this other long-going discussion about harassment. Mm-hmm. And harassment is a thing. 
harassment is a form of bullying. So, you know, if if someone comes along and, and so when the bulliers become the bullied, how is it being bullied? I don't know. If someone comes along and has proof of you bullying someone, or the company says we're we're not putting up with this this harassment, we're not putting up with this behavior. Bully, bullying in the Jeffrey Tambor case doesn't apply though. Apparently, I mean, he got into a shouting match with Jessica Walters because of the of the craft of what he was working on, and that's and that's been said by both. Now he took it a step further, criticizing her. That's not. I mean, is that the same as bullying? I mean, are you allowed but to criticize somebody? If that's his typical behavior, though, yeah. he, that could be that could be ed, one it of many be perceived incidents. As, yes. Okay. Yeah. So therefore, now it's out in the open. Right. Now your behavior is 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 a you know is bad. Right. If this situation comes to a head between the two of you, whoever was in charge is liable for allowing it to go on for whatever reason. Yeah. Right. So they gotta they gotta take steps. They gotta do something about it. If you have a history of abuse, if you have a history right. of, be- of bad behavior, right, and. People are covering it up, or people are saying like one more, like like the guy, uh, Clayne Crawford from from Lethal Weapon, mm-hmm. right? They they, right. they reprimanded him twice, right? And he, that's not sexual harassment. That's not Me Too. That's just his bad behavior, right? And people are like, we're not. Put, I'm not putting up with this. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't have to put up with this. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a thing. If you get harassed, if someone's on, if you go on a train and someone just follows you around and says, "Child, you have the right to tell the police to get rid of this guy. Yeah. You know, get this guy yeah, away yeah. from me." It's it's the same in a workplace. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> it's a very fair point, and I, I think so. it's I think it's extremely a lot of people valid. have like a callous idea about harassment. Like you should just suck it up, and you should get past it. And then so that someone has the ability to act in any any way they want because of like remember we were saying about who who their friends are. Mm-hmm. You know how many friends you have. It's not right. That's not the if 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 you if it's a provable thing. That you behave yeah. uh, incorrectly on a regular basis. Yeah. Something should be done about it. All right. With that, we're going to move on to some more fun, more, more uh, egregious stuff. Hmm. We're going to do a little retro review uh, with the O Sith podcast. We are going to review the original X-Men trilogy. That's X-Men 1, X-Men 2, X-Men 3. Does it still hold up after all these years? And for many, we got a lot of response on Facebook as to why X2 is still a great, great, great movie. When we come back. That might have been the best thing you've ever said, period. <laughs> like, on the show. I mean, we're not even talking about, like, like your opinions, they're okay. Uh, Segway. Boom. Yeah. That's where the money's made, my man. You know what? Now I'm going to end every sentence with boom. Boom. That's what I do. Exactly. Boom. 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 All right. That's enough. That's old already. This show doesn't work when we agree. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We're doing a cool crossover event tonight because it's awesome, and that's what we do here. We are welcoming the fine folks from the O oh Sith Podcast. Nicholas, are you on the line? Yeah, what's up? How you guys doing? Very, very Hi, good. Yeah. We're happy to have you. And who else do we have on the line? We got uh, my co-host and my fiance, Cecily. Cecily, oh, good to see you. Good to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's good to be on with you guys. I, I was catching that whole heated debate before. I was. Mm-hmm. I was going in with you guys. What do you? What do you, What's your take on the Chris Hardwick scenario? Oh, see, see I, I was listening to a lot of you guys' points and um, real interesting stuff. I mean, you forgot about Ryan Seacrest. 
Um, oh, yeah. And you, and you remember Ryan Seacrest started getting bounced from his producer credits on his own show. <laughs> Uh, remember, he got bounced from American Idol. That's right. Uh, you said there was nobody that survived Me Too, and their career was intact. You forget Aziz and Azari. Uh, we did talk about him. We mentioned Aziz Ansari. Um, mm-hmm. we, we mentioned you that. did. But he's... remember, he still survived, and they did renew his series for, I think, it's another season, right? But he had character witnesses. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and they were the ones who, you know. The other thing, too, with Aziz, he's slowly materializing. One way or the other, though, he had the greatest time in his in his creative life. Yeah, um, right now? Absolutely. Brought down a notch. No question. He was supposed to be touring, you know, trying to get more Emmys, trying to, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. more Golden Globes. And, and it got, you know, shot down for yeah. something that we... Uh, that's up for debate, the I would British, guess. The British refer to that as having a cold bucket of water thrown on your career. <laughs> yeah, I would say. <laughs> I would say this exactly, exactly what. I, was only, uh, I also was thinking about James Franco. Remember, he got. Uh, yeah, he uh, did. yeah, yeah. Another character guy with character witnesses. You know, yep. people mm-hmm. come along, ex-girlfriends come along and say that didn't happen. Yeah. You know, as far as I was concerned. Yeah. And, so you, and then uh, Morgan Freeman. Yes. Well, no, Morgan. but his career is not necessarily intact. That's still in flux now. Exactly, and that's that's the whole point. But like he said, wasn't he trying to sue her for a uh, uh, defamation of character? Because they said that he was losing a couple jobs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've heard it. Although it, it's not corroborated. Though it's hard to corroborate. But I've heard that he's not an, an he's, he's another, not a nice not, guy a, either. Not a great guy. Is he crotchety old right. man? <laughs> yeah, not. And that, person. that's very sad. You expect better from. Somebody yeah, you God, you know, right? guys, you hope you hope for better. Guys play God because he's times. awesome, right? Yeah. He's Morgan freaking free. He's awesome to listen to. I don't know if he's awesome to hang out with. You know, Cecily, I want to get a, a woman's point of view on this. Uh, what is your take oh, on this? See, that's sexist. Well, look, can, no, look, all I can say is it's three against one, but I will say that sometimes females are sensitive, and it's hard for, I feel like, a female to say no in certain situations, but I feel like, for me, if you put yourself in a situation where you're going to be uncomfortable, that was your dumbass for doing that in the first place. <laughs> That's, no, that, that, that I totally agree. To never sit here and put yourself in a circumstance that you feel uncomfortable in any way, shape, or form. If you find yourself in one, if you stay in that circumstance, yeah. then how is that not misleading the person so that to you, you might feel offended, but if you're not protesting or not taking yourself out of that situation, you're just making the whole thing worse. So Listen, I might get a lot of unpopular no, 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 no. emails, I, but that's just... We never even got a chance to go into that. Yeah. The the reason I was saying that it was it was kind of a fair game situation is if it's allegedly true that he blackballed her after they broke up because she mm-hmm. cheated on him, yeah. then that well, makes right, it a fair game different. kind of situation. Right. If he uses power over her to take her work away, yeah. then that's not cool. Yep. Right, right, and that's, then, that's completely different. Right, I'm talking about like no. The other thing is is completely a, valid. You should get out of a bad relationship. But there are many that argue that you can't because you're traumatized. That's, you're in a and, you're, and I, there's a psychological right. aspect and to, to that. that right, I would but, say but that's I bullshit. Do feel to counter that, oh my god, females are going to hate me. <laughs> but, I, but I do feel I, I'm, to used to don't hit I'm used to it every week. I'm used to it every week. Don't hit like But I feel like it's better as a thought in your head. I feel like. I feel like there are people that willfully ignore things that make them uncomfortable and then look back on it and totally want to blame somebody else. Yeah. Instead of taking their own And I say that that's that's valid. That's if if that's if if that's the situation, then she's wrong. If she's like looking back on it and reflecting and now feeling embarrassed because of what she put herself through 
or because she's out now of a of a pretty much a pretty lucrative lifestyle yeah. because she's not dating Chris Hardwick anymore. Right. So now she's trying to take him down, and I say that's total bullshit because she should have gotten out of it. Bing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. She should have gotten out of it. And then I'm like my own worst, like I'm like my own devil's advocate because then if what if she did and no, she realized guys. it and now he's like blackballing her and it's just it's sensitive it, I feel like it's just something that it's none of what, our what, business what we're basically depends. yeah what we're basically experiencing right now is a well thought out conversation a dialogue between four human beings uh, not <laughs> happening on on a comment field somewhere and so clearly there's no place for this anywhere let's go over to the retro review <laughs> we want to talk X-Men original saga Hassan hates when I do this but we only have an hour we gotta get these things in here we gotta a retro don't review don't bring it up <laughs> Don't hit send. You, 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 Don't hit send. <laughs> it's my drive to drive the train. Uh, you we gotta drive to it right, do... though. If you drive it into a wall, you get sued. <laughs> but not if I got in a bad relationship. Um, all right. X Men the, the original. Let me let me throw this out because we 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 have a certain amount of time, but not a full amount of time to really go into this retro review here. I have a certain colleague who thinks X Two is a horrible, horrible movie. Ooh. I have. Nobody Ooh. that thinks X three is a good movie. So I yeah. think I think over time, has anyone actually rewatched X three? Has anyone actually? I have. You've I rewatched have. it, okay? I caught it. I caught it on cable here and there. Is it just as bad as we remember? It's fucking worse. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, when you're when you're younger and you're you know you're in your teens or you know whatever, I was never that 20, young. You want to put that there. <laughs> um, and you're watching that type of movie because you know I'm 31 now. So when those movies came out, I was like, go, you know, a little bit of the beginning of my 20s. I wasn't really caring about it too much. I knew the plot was bad, but you know, I was just so focused on the plot and how inaccurate it was from the comics that I was ignoring the CGI and the, the horrible one-liners. Well, in all you know, fairness, the CGI now you can't you can't judge. Words. A movie now for as bad special effects ten years ago. No, no, no. no but that's, that's not. You fair. can, you can. That's the whole point. That's not. That's not fair. It's the whole point of a retro it. review. You can. You, 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 you gotta look back on it. That's the whole point of a review. You can, but you, you know, didn't. But it wasn't bad CG back then. Yes, it was. Yeah, it no, wasn't. It wasn't, good. It wasn't good back then either. I agree. Mm. I actually Wars agree. Had better. It was really animatronic. X two had better CGI than X three. I, I actually, I think they, I think they went a little overboard with the, yes. like the Matrix esque. You know, absolutely. Even mm-hmm. if you look at Wolverine's claws in the first movie, the third movie is ten times worse. Yeah, that was two movies beforehand. Yeah, yeah, and no, I, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, but X three just basically still everyone, everyone basically lauding Kelsey Grammer in X three, and then that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, the, it, was, it, was, it was the only decent part about that movie. The decision to cast Kelsey Grammer is what everyone likes, not the actual execution of Kelsey Grammer as wow. Beast. Yeah, but that that's as that's as far back that's as that's as close to a compliment for X three as as we can basically get. The only thing you got only thing you got to think about when looking at X three is the whole Phoenix Civil War crap. It was just so bad, man. Yeah. With Magneto on one side, and then the, you know the X Men on the other, and then they the basically tried to take integrated. Out of, what? They tried to take yeah. the two greatest, like, one of the two greatest uh, X-Men storylines, which was the, the Dark Phoenix saga and then the, yeah. Joss, and then the Joss Whedon um, original run on, on Astonishing X-Men and uh-huh. merged them into two movies, and they did it horribly. Like, both, just it, horribly. Yeah, think about it. They were doing the whole disintegrating superhero thing before Infinity War did. And you just look at it and you just go, why? Why would that even be necessary <laughs> with the Phoenix? <laughs> the Phoenix used to like, snap people out of existence before Thanos thought it was cool. <laughs> this is very true. Wow. No, Hassan, what do you think? 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's strange to have people like X2, but then <laughs> not like, like X3 for the same problem. No, see X2, X2, X2 is, a, is, a, is, a, is a, uh, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to one of our, problems. one of our uh, fans of the show, Michael Mamamo. Uh, Mamano, sorry. Um, I still think X2 is an incredibly tight film and has a strong central plot. The new characters included were all chosen for specific story purposes. I didn't give half a blank about Lady Deathstrike as a character, but thematically, she was a perfect addition. The subplot with Jean's emerging Phoenixness was handled brilliantly. Every little taste of it made me go, are they? Are they doing this? And that final glimpse of the Phoenix Raptor under the water has me literally crying out with joy in the theater. All the more reason X3 was such a... Bleep. I don't know about the crying part, but <laughs> he's a very sensitive dude. Yeah, yeah. Any dude's gonna cry at a movie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that one, but uh, nonsense. Cool. That movie is full of nonsense. Movie Web also just did an article because it's a 15 year anniversary of X2. Mm. X Men United is still one of the best superhero movies 15 years later, even a decade <laughs> and a half, and some crazy amount of comic book adaptions later. X2 remains one of the best superhero movies ever. <laughs> Um, this was three years not after... If, not if we're ripping apart X3. See, the You're just saying X3 and X2 are on the same see level? The, see, the problem is that everybody decides that X3 was bad, and everybody decided X3 was no. bad from the beginning, right? Okay. X3, right? X3. Everybody decided. Yes. We're, yeah, so what are you, you saying no the, for? You went, to the theaters, you went to the theaters the first time for the first X-Men movie. The second X-Men movie you go to the theaters for, X3 for me is I wrecked the video. Just like Jurassic Park 3 is. It was just, it goes direct to video. Why? I can't go in the theaters to watch that. Why is that? It's just, it's such a bad, it's a bad Why movie. is it it's such a bad, a bad movie? It's a bad movie, it's a bad concept. To me, the plot was a little over the place. It, was, it seemed rushed. There so, was really no conclusion at I the end. that. Like, what did it become? X-Men Evolution? Is Wolverine the leader of a team? Like, there was really no resolution. So the and plot was on, the plot was tighter for X2. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. No, so. X2 was so? one of those the hit the plot points you know the, the intro the climax everything you hit the plot points and it's done it's concise it's you know concise. what I mean it's, it's concise it's very concise compared to X3 it doesn't make concise. sense though does the plot make sense for X2 yeah. the plot makes sense for me for me yes it does how come it doesn't make sense for you son well, a lot of things I just don't, don't make any I sense like, in that film I feel like looking back on it I used to love X-Men when I was a kid and so to look at I feel like re-watching it to see what then what I thought was like such a great movie and then notice the inconsistencies because of certain things like it just it just bothers me I just like I don't I don't feel like generally I like those movies at all anymore yeah. I feel like there you go. Oh. that's that's I, the right way that's, <laughs> that's the correct no, I'm just saying I'm just saying that's I the correct feel, way I feel like I really we're liking enjoy. the fiance <laughs> yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Not, none of this we stuff you're like the, the royal fiance. we man me me myself and I well according to their Spreaker page they're a polyamorous couple so maybe they have room for you maybe maybe <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of ride I'm looking for Look, it doesn't make any sense. How how does how does how does Nightcrawler teleport out of a plane and catch Kitty Pride or whoever that was and teleport back into the plane? Because then, remember, as long as no, 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 no. But at the end, how does he how does he see her? At the end, he couldn't even get through a door. There are no windows in the Blackbird. How did he see her? Didn't he jump out first? No, he didn't. He he teleported no, he out. He teleported catch straight out. Yeah, how? I mean, so if he teleports it's not out, it's hard to imagine the blue sky with white clouds and just go outside the plane. I mean, so it's, it's remember he has to know what he's doing. I mean, if he's going, he's, to the he's air, line of sight. Is li- if it works, line of sight, and he can imagine, then he can imagine himself through a closed door. 
Yeah, but he doesn't know what's in the. He also didn't see door. what was going on. No, he also didn't see what was going on in the White House. He was he, he teleported through a whole bunch of doors, closed doors, and so men th- with those guns. aren't those aren't plot holes so much as those are total plot holes. Those are inconsistencies. Those are inconsistencies. If if supposedly he couldn't do something in one point, but he could do it the other point, and it's part of the plot that he can't do it at one at what that's a plot hole. It's a rule. It's a plot hole. It's a rule. It's a plot hole. I mean, okay. It leads to plot why does a telekinetic have to, to why does a telekinetic have to get out of a plane to move it with her mind so that she could drown conveniently? <laughs> um, because it's Jean, and Jean is because it's Jean. Shit. She, she does, does a lot of dumb shit, man. <laughs> she you does. She does. Comic, she does. Okay, we're done. We're done. No, Thank no, you. no, 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 no. Thank you. I win. There is there Thank is you. there is a certain amount of no. dramatic effect that goes into any movie drama. Is is not a it's not a good motivation for an action of a character. So let me let me ask you a question. Just let me it ask you a question. Dramatic. As opposed to let's say Princess Leia, uh, Mary Poppinsing her way into oh. into the ship, uh-huh. right? Where there was an audible groan from everyone in the audience, right? And and this is this is like not a man back into the ship, right? This is not a. Um, you know, See, hey, I, I haven't read the article kind of thing yet, or, or I read this was going to happen. Popular opinion, this, right? There, when I'm watching the film, I'm so riveted in in, in it, right? That, that I'm not. Does that taking, make it right? No, it, but it makes it better. It no. makes it. It makes it. It no. makes it passable. No. You can sit it there made, and say it made it more enjoyable so you, experience so to you, for you. To you, like a movie has to be a hundred percent perfect to be to be a good. I movie. I didn't say it has to be perfect. That's you what, asked why I didn't. You yeah, asked why I didn't like what, this movie. What you're falling under is is very. I think nitpicky after you watch it a few times. I don't think you're. I don't think I, you're. I watched it that first time and I was like, that is crap. See, I think I think you're one of the few people that watched it the first time. It and doesn't not, matter. You were asking me my opinion, right? I agree with that, but I'm telling you why your opinion is not the same as our opinion and why. It's okay. What do I care that your opinion I mean, is not the same as mine? Why does Jean need to be on the back of the plane? That's what you're, that's, that's one of your questions. I mean, you could do a lot of that. Why does she have to get off the plane? Why? But you see what lift? I'm saying? Why, if she didn't get off, no, 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 no. But hold on. If she didn't helmet. get off the plane to move the plane, you wouldn't have had the closing act. You see what I'm saying? So then we that kind of that 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 that, 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 that didn't even have to happen. You're saying it didn't have to happen, but I, I but I would also suggest that it didn't not it, like it's not something where I sit there and go like why would you get off the plane? I'm sitting there watching like okay she's getting off the plane like that's it's she's just getting off the plane in order to get it. I mean you know what's gonna happen. I'm but just what I'm saying, I'm saying, saying you're you're saying you're saying, you're saying the stuff about X three right? Well let me ask you're, you a question. You're talking about you're talking about the missing part the plot points. See now we're now we're getting into real real nerdy areas here. You're just getting into nerdy Hang on hang on hang. Why Jean has to go in the back of a plane? And I'm saying let me let me ask you this, Hassan. If you're if you're lifting a box, right, is it easier to lift a box um, standing up or sitting down? It's easier to lift a box when you're standing up, right? right? Because you're not because there's a, there's a certain um, weight mechanics to it. What if that's we don't? I mean, we're 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 imagining what if, what if we're imagining what telekinesis you guys is, just spent, and you're sitting there saying, "Well, telekinesis, you, you can guys be just down. spent five minutes ripping apart X three because of the inconsistencies." No, but X3, I'm giving you inconsistencies. I'm not. I'm saying you're, you're giving minute inconsistencies. I'm, no, they're right. not minute. There's a, that depends on well, that's, that's a matter of perspective. You're if you're sure, saying you're that the inconsistencies of the third one the are the reason the third one is not good, there are inconsistencies in the second one that you are just overlooking. So it is just a matter 
of, of popularity. All right. We got to go to commercial break. Thank o- God. Osif, o- o- <laughs> hang on real quick, because I want to get into one last thing before we let you guys go, which is the most underrated X-Men movie of the trilogy, the first oh, one, good. when we come back. You ever seen like the old men at the Starbucks? Like they have their little like. I don't go to Starbucks. Oh, I do. I'm a, I work you know, at I'm a man. It's fantastic. And uh, <laughs> they just have these old men club, and they just sit around and talk about the good old days. That's why I don't go into Starbucks. <laughs> it's a creepy sausage fest <laughs> on on caffeine. Secrets of the sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Talkradio.nyc. Talking comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the stuff that you love to talk about. We are debating a retro review of the X-Men franchise. Uh, we, will, we will move on from X2 because we're, we're short on time. Uh, we've got the O-Sith podcast. we got Cecily and Nicholas O-Sith on the line. Show. The O-Sith show. Sorry. Just the O-Sith show? But aren't you a podcast the too? O-Sith show. Is there an O-Sith podcast? Is yes. this show is the podcast. Yes. Oh, see, there you go. So I wasn't wrong. Yeah, you were. You didn't, you didn't say their name right. I said <laughs> it's O-Sith. all marketing, man. It's all marketing, yeah, but baby. No one's gonna remember Brand. show or podcast. Brand. Oh, Sith. Brand. Let's be real on that. Come on now. Yeah, right. You can't tell them what their name is. I just did. <laughs> that's the beauty of having your own show. You get to do whatever you want. That's all right. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that logic. Uh, one of the most underrated movies. <laughs> under the uh, one of the most underrated movies of the of of I think. The superhero phenomenon is X, X one. What do we call it? X Men. I mean, just X-Men. call it the first one. Um, Hassan doesn't love it. <laughs> I, I, I love that. I love it. I mean, I love that movie. I love it. The only thing that me and Cecily was just now talking about is the only thing that I don't like about the first X Men movie was Rogue. I think that that spot should have been Jubilee. Uh, that Jubilee plot would have made more sense. Mm. Well, I Kitty like Pride. Put her in there. Yeah, or Kitty so Pride. Was supposed to be Kitty Pride because that story is uh, yeah. Welcome to the X Men. Kitty Pride. Yeah, that is through Rogue. Right, even that. You know what I mean? That makes more sense because Rogue was never like a, a daughter to Logan. You know, yeah. It was Kitty Pride. You know, and it was also Jubilee. Yeah, but you, so, you couldn't have had that twist of plot in the middle at, at the end right. where they find okay, out it so wasn't I Wolverine okay, that they so wanted, but it yeah. was really Rogue. If we're talking about like, if you love comics. And you saw and you read the original. You yeah. are probably going to hate that first movie. Mm-hmm. Me, I grew up watching X Men on Fox. Mm-hmm. Then when I grew older, I started reading the comics. So when I saw that movie, I think I was maybe thirteen, and I just remembered a little bit about Rogue when I was a kid. And I was like, Oh my god, I love the movie, love it. As mm-hmm. I grew older, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Do I still love the movie because I I just love Rogue as a character? Yes. Is it? True to everything, absolutely not. Well, wait, 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 wait. When you say it's a very good movie, when you say it doesn't make sense, um, well, like it doesn't. Does it, it make sense make in sense. the plot of the movie, or just doesn't make sense to being true to the comic? That's two different it things. It doesn't make sense in regards to the plot of the movie because that's not who Rogue was at all. It's not that Wolverine uh, found her, and that's why she was. Part no, of no, no. But that's you're blah, talking blah, about blah, the blah, comic book then, and Hassan, you're talking about the comic book too. No, when I'm when I'm talking about X two, no, I have no. No, X Men one. We're talking about X Men one. Rogue. Rogue. X two, man. The 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 
the what we're what we're just saying is, oh, well, that wasn't the rogue that I knew from the comics, so it didn't make sense. But in the in the confines of the movie, it made sense. I mean, if you yeah, right, the way I look at right. these films is like the Ultimate Universe, right? This is a retelling, and they can mix and match and do whatever they want to do, and they did that, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not like it, it's not like I'm sitting there going in the movie going, well, this doesn't make sense. Uh, okay. What it was for me is this: when you have Rogue as a central plot of the movie, right? And you, we all know Rogue for the most part. Okay, I'm not talking about our origins with Magneto and she's gonna brother or stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, we know Rogue as you know the, the sassy, the, the southern accent, and the adult, not the moody, true blood teenager. Right. For me, it was just it, it was off. It didn't feel right. I didn't. The whole ring thing, like I said, was just very weird to me, you know. And then on top of that, giving her the hair from Magneto, which is you know that is canon how she got her hair, but not in that type of way. In the top of the Statue of Liberty, it just felt so weird, and it just felt like out of place. It was yeah. a very good movie for me, and the plot made sense for a movie, but for so, so like, an X Men movie, I can say the only thing I like about it was the Easter egg they threw in Wolverine's introduction, and then him taking Cyclops' fight. So that's pretty uh, much accurate fact. But, you know, I, I, those plots I liked, the, the Easter egg, but for the, the movie itself, it was very, very weird. So is it that you like that scene, but you don't like how it was? No, I, I, I loved it as a movie. As an okay. X-Men movie, I thought there was a lot of missed opportunities and a lot of things mm. that they shouldn't have put in. Okay. And how it felt about the Dark Knight movies. Oh, boy, we'll get into there. All the right. What? On that note. Dark Knight movie? On that note, I want to thank our guests, the Osith uh, <laughs> podcast. Uh, talk to us. Uh, all right, the Osith show. Osith show. Mm. See, I got, it. I, got it right. Right. I got it right the eighth get time. The right. Tell people uh, <laughs> where they can find you and uh, how they can download your show. Uh, well, you can find us every Thursday and every, and every weekend. We do a bonus show on every weekend. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, on the podcast app. You can find us on Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Yeah. All right. We're going to do that crossover as well, too, so we'll, we'll jump on an oh, episode in the, in, the, uh, in the coming weeks as well. All right. Yeah. We do this every week, and we've got a little bit of time left. Uh, we go spinning the racks. Spinning the racks. Spinning the racks. Billy D. Williams is back as Lando. Says new rumor. It's a rumor. It's not doesn't mean it's actually going to happen, but apparently it is. Last month it was reported that Billy D. Billy D. Williams was training three days a week, and he has completely changed his diet. Many believed he was preparing to join the cast of Star Wars Nine as Lando Calrissian, basically because they have nobody left from the original cast <laughs> to do anything anymore, I guess. Um, and now a new report states that Williams will indeed be included in the cast of Star Wars Nine with an official announcement coming soon. Hassan thoughts. <laughs> I'm so done with the sequels that, you know, like, oh, no, I'm going to throw in Billy D. Williams. Like, you, he should have been part of it from episode seven. Yeah. That's A. Yeah. Right? You shouldn't have dogged out all the original characters yeah. to the point where now you have to resurrect some guy. You got to go to an old folks home and just literally shoot adrenaline into his heart so that he could be in the movie because you murdered the entire the, the rest of the cast yeah I don't know. yeah good for you good for them yay one last item too Joaquin this is not this is not Star Wars related now we're gonna move on to a DC related item Joaquin Phoenix Joker origin movie gets working title uh, things to me, seem to be rapidly falling into place for Todd Phillips's Joker origin movie just last week it was reported that filming is set to begin in September uh, and the working title is Romeo Joaquin Phoenix has yet to be officially confirmed to portray the clown prince of cli- crime oh, so it's not Jared Leto no not in the origin story but he has but Jared Leto is getting his own movie also correct <laughs> here's the big part about DC, this right man. oh my god uh, 
It is going to be under a DCEU banner called DC Dark or DC Black. DC Dark. Because the movies were so light. They, yeah. were so, they were so family-oriented yeah. up yeah. to now. Okay. Yeah. All right, I got you. Yeah. All right, we're going to talk a little bit more about this next week, but next week we are going to go Westworld Season 2 comes to a close just as Luke Cage Season 2 debuts. We're going to give you our take on both and rank the top 10 Marvel Netflix moments. And we're going to uh, welcome Joe Rybant from Dynamite Entertainment on as well, too, to start our San Diego Comic-Con preview. It's been a lot of fun. Thank our guest. And I uh, always want to thank our sponsors as well. We'll see you guys later.